that is going to leave more loose ends and not a lot of people would want to, um, you know, don't want to be left with that sense of ambiguity okay. from the movie. So we got a caller. Let's see what this person has to say. And you're on, caller. Hello? Yes, I'm still here. How you doing? I'm listening to the to the men in black, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, you know, if I can touch on it for a second, can I? Yeah. Sure, go ahead. I I, I was I, I'm I'm kinda disappointed. How so? I'm kinda disappointed. Just because of how the movies these days are, are losing their main theme. I understand they try to, you know, they're keeping it true to men in black, but you got fans like me that been watching men in black since they had the cartoon. You know what I'm saying? Remember yeah. Men in Black, the cartoon back in the 90s? Yes, we do. Uh, I've heard of it, but I'm not completely familiar with it. Uh, I, I'd say, I mean, from your perspective, what you're saying right now, it was a pretty good show, and uh, I'm pretty sure that they weren't sticking to it in the movies, what you're trying to say. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just like, okay, you remember the X-Men, what it was? What's the new X-Men that they had out, the latest one? First Class? First class? It, it pissed me off. Yes, it pissed me off as well since they changed a lot because, of the Because now, now you're screwing up things. Nightcall's father, is, you know what I'm saying, was with him while he was an X-Man and this. And I'm just like, okay, Mystique already had Nightcrawler. And then, you know, he's already, I was just like, you know, it's confusing me. You're not sticking to the script. It's not, you know, it's not what I used to read when I was a young boy with the comics. Right, you know, it's not the genuine the, Marvel you would expect from pretty much the producers in the movies and whatnot. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? I never heard of this new villain, which was Kevin Bacon. I never heard of you. And I've been reading the comics, you know, since they've been, my grandfather passed into me since the 1940s, 1950s. I never heard of this this, this dude that was bigger than Xavier. Xavier always, when he came in, was always the big guy on, on campus. You understand? The, the big guy. You know, I'm the one with the telepathic powers that can erase your memory if I want to with a touch, you know. And now you're telling me that some Kevin Bacon made up character all of a sudden is better than Xavier when he was young. Please spare me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I totally understand you right there. Um, it's just that sudden that sudden change that they have that you wouldn't expect, and that it it really ruins the whole movie. Although uh, the movie itself with the action parts, they're all right, they're acceptable. But then they change the story to a part where you're just like, okay, what the hell is this? You shouldn't have even called it X Men in the first place. Right. The only the only movie I said that really stood up to my standards was the Avengers. The Avengers was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh but, yeah. But the only thing they could have did better was they could have brought Hulk in for a little more. You know what I'm saying? Than they, what they did. They always save like, you know, the big FSX. You know, for the for the last one. You know, show me he was over there. You know, acting a donkey in another country, and you know what I'm saying he's still hiding from Shield or something like that. That's the only, you know, regret I have. But in other words, it was, it was a very enjoyable experience. It was very right. enjoyable. You know, I, but, uh, I, I, going, I watched it. Oh, sorry. Well, going back Go to Men in Black 3, uh, going back to Men in Black 3, uh, although it didn't really live up to your expectations, I, 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 I like the movie uh, because of the fact, or, or because it pretty much contained all these uh, action parts and it did elaborate on the story of Men in Black 1 and 2. Uh, now, I'm not too familiar with the series that you were talking about, the cartoon Men in Black. So I don't know what exactly you were expecting from that, but uh, from I was what I uh, basically put the dog in that talks a little crap. You know what I'm saying? Everybody remembers the dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. So remembers I'm some assuming... of the aliens that were in Men in Black. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't never put the the real aliens that you know what I'm saying were comedic in Men in Black. You don't show 
you know what I'm saying, even the alien cell holes with the other enemies trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to break out and got a hate against Tate. No, you know what I'm saying, you just stick to one plot. When Men in Black was always about different aliens trying to take over the world or, you know what I'm saying, a different alien trying to screw up. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's why yeah, I yeah, it's like, not... okay, if it's Men in Black, you can't just focus on one aspect of the story because there's always multiple stories within one, you know what I'm saying, shooting. So it was yeah, like, bam. Yeah, going know? on at <laughs> Yeah, I understand, and uh, Men in Black, I understand what you're saying, that it, it didn't have that kind of sense of a bunch of things going on at once, it didn't have that comedic taste to it, it didn't have that talking dog, it didn't have necessarily the aliens they had, but um, if we were appealing to an audience that, for example, saw the first two movies and had no idea what the series was, then I'm pretty sure they'd stay satisfied. Yeah, I mean... But uh, for people who have seen the series and who are familiar with the uh, uh, the cartoon, the cartoons and whatnot, uh, well, I, I I too would be disappointed. I I wouldn't lie. I would be disappointed as well. I mean, like I said, I guess I'm a true fan. Like I said, you know, I, I, I've been watching some of this stuff since since I was little. So it's just like you know, it, it, it just disappoints me. A lot of it started to disappoint me. You know. The only thing I'm looking forward to looking at right now is Prometheus. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Prometheus. That other one? Oh, yeah, God. Prometheus, because I heard about that because I used to be a real sci-fi guru back when Star Trek was, you know what I'm saying, cool. So. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So Prometheus, I hear it's going to be um the prequel to Aliens and the Alien movies. So what um what attracted you to, um, to want to see it? Something about you, you don't know the plot. Because, you know, like my uncle was telling me, you know what I'm saying, when you look at the trailer, you can see the plot. You can see what it's all about, and it almost gets to a point where it bores you. Prometheus trailers are just intriguing because they keep you right on the edge. They're going to show you what planet they're on, where they're at, but they're not quite going to show you the aliens yet. They're not quite going to show you the big, you know what I'm saying, resolution battle that has to happen at the end. Instead, they just gives you little pieces and bits of it, like, you know what? It keeps you on the I edge of the watch it makes you want. It makes you want to watch the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, because... Yeah. Um, I've heard from like many people saying um that they don't like the fact they don't they're not gonna watch Prometheus because they feel like um like it's too boring depending on what like from what they saw in the trailers a bit like my point of view is yes um they're showing they're giving you a plot they're saying that there's like different civilizations and yeah they they're finding these um this clue in each one yeah so I'm like very excited for that since they only showed um the for about but then again. Yeah. This also touches upon the fact that um, if you've seen the first Alien movies, then you know what the, what this movie's trying to accomplish. So you know you, you're expecting a great movie, right? Especially because of the trailers, you're like, wow, this is going to elaborate on the first right, movie. Right, right. But, but every every spinoff of the movie, you understand, always has a different twist that always it captivates the audience, and that's what I'll be talking about. It captivates the audience to a way that ah, oh, I didn't expect it, I didn't see that coming. Instead of a movie where you've seen the trailer. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I expect this to happen. It becomes to a yeah. point when you're and you're 25, 26. It's boring to go to the movie theater. I can catch this on bootleg. You know, it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what I'm saying? Thing, yeah. Well, the thing about Prometheus is, um, which I'm liking, is the fact that it's gonna be exp- it's gonna explain um the fact where the aliens originated from and the fact that um that's 
since it's a prequel, they decide, um, at first it was just going to be a direct prequel, and they decided to make it take place ten years earlier, I guess, if in case they wanted to add a sequel to it. And right. Yeah, so if, I, if they do, I hope it's going to be, like, it's not going to, like, screw up the movie or, like, change, like, try to, um, rewrite the whole, um, story. My ex-man, so, yeah, I feel you on that one. What about that teddy bear movie that family, the, the director of Family Guy is doing? You seen it? Seen the preview oh, Ted? Ted? Teddy bear? Yeah, yeah, I want to see that, John. I I have a feeling that that's going to be a really, really funny movie, uh, simply because of the fact that I've seen the trailer, and uh, it's just, it's just one of those trailers that you're like, wow, a teddy bear cursing at his owner. That is just totally something I do not expect. Yes, exactly. I found it, um, I found it funny how, um, at the beginning you see it's just a kid and they're like, they're all innocent, but as they like. Time progresses. They like they like actually like the bear um, along with um his owner. They also progress and like start maturing into like this where they're like um uh I don't know how to explain it, but it's like more explicit roommates. content. Like they 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 grow into roommates over time, and that's what's the beauty of it because you didn't expect that coming because it was just like okay, he's a living teddy bear. Okay, as soon as he gets old, because you know the plot for the old movie. As soon as he gets old, the magic wears off or something, and you know what I'm saying? He goes back and maybe he has to wish for the teddy bear to come back, and he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was expecting. But then when you showed me this teddy bear talking about, what's well, good morning, man. Fuck, man. You know, uh, the coffee wasn't done right this morning. It was mediocre. And I was like, wow. Right. It, he's acting like a human being. And, and it's one of those movies where you're, 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 you can relate to it, but at the same time, you're like, what the hell is going on? Because he's a teddy bear. I, I go through the same crap in my life, yet... I, I, I don't, because he's a teddy bear. Um, now, yeah, I, I, see, I see the comedic uh, the comedic concept behind this, and it, it's, again, one of those movies that you just expect to come out really, really soon, simply because of the fact that you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be a really funny movie. Uh, now, it, 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 in regards to comedic... Oh, go ahead. I mean, I, I mean, to me, it tickled me even on the trailer, because what did he say about the, the thunderstorm? Rain, rain. Uh, what he says? Uh, what he says? Uh, lightning, lightning, or something. He says, you know what? Middle finger to you. He's like, fuck you. Please go <laughs> away. You can suck our dick or something. I was like, no. He's a thirty-year-old man singing the lightning song. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Oh god. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's it's just one of those things where you see the first time and you're like, wow, this is gonna appeal to a young audience. Then the first curse word comes out, you're like. What? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you thought it was gonna yeah, be a again, shitty movie. It kind of threw me off, but then I was like, exactly, the director of Family exactly. Guy. Right. <laughs> then you see the rating on it, rated R. You're like, oh, okay, this is gonna be funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so, and any, um, anything that, that that what is that guy named that dude's Family Guy? I can't think of his name. Seth MacFarlane. Uh, not Seth MacFarlane. The head, the one that does Brian. Seth MacFarlane. That's Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. I thought it was the other guy. Um, who, um, is, that is it Green, something like that? Not Seth Green? Seth Green? No, it's not Seth, Seth Green doesn't do Family Guy, does he? Yes, he does, he does, he does, um, he does. He's, uh, Chris. Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure um, out who's the head, head guy. Who's Peter? Who does Peter and who does um, Brian? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he is one funny, one funny SOB. He is one funny SOB. I swear to G. And uh, the other movie I want to touch on, which I, what y'all think about Dictator? 
Oh goodness. Yeah. Well, Thicket, although it was funny, it it wasn't it wasn't as much as I expected from that movie. It was uh like if you've seen uh other movies by Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen, like Borat and Bruno or Ali G in the House, it's uh it didn't live up to my expectations because it was more like a romantic comedy than it was as uh, a more random and uh and just a more free rated R kind of feel to it. And honestly, oh, okay. if uh yeah, if there was one scene in the movie that I would consider rated R in The Dictator was would be the part where um he's hanging off of the balcony when his uh, penis is showing and he hits the window when the lady screams. That part really did get my attention, but if you take that off the movie, it would be a PG-13 movie in my opinion. Oh, man, I, I'm still laughing at the part he slapped the man from the counter because he said, hush, he said, hurry, hurry. That's not what he said, what he said. Oh, uh, yeah. no, I also found funny the part where... Um, where the, um, late, the old lady calls him nice, and he's, and he's like, um, what the fuck did you call me? Yeah, that that is just really funny. He, he refers to that, uh, the girl he falls in love with, he refers to her as a fucked up version of Justin Bieber. Now, that, that really did make me laugh. That was just completely hilarious. But, um, again, in regards to what I expected from that movie and what was actually shown... Uh, out of five, I give it a three point five. It wasn't. It didn't yeah, deserve okay. that. I understand that. I understand that. Oh shit! What else is the good action? I mean, what is a good comedy? Because these days, you know, I'm tired of action movies. Really, it's just like the action yeah. movies become predictable, too predictable. Yeah, now. exactly. You know, you know it's pretty much the plot is uh, you have this this some hero. There's a problem, and usually the outcome would be good. Right and um, right. it's really just predictable. I mean, sure they may add a few twists to it, and uh, they yeah, may. Party uh, gets some ass too. He gets a little ass, of course. That's what makes it rated R. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were a few parts in that movie that were were I would consider rated R, but not too many to to consider the whole movie in general rated R. Uh, okay. The part where he was masturbating inside of a inside of a room. <laughs> Where they showed pictures in the background of a, of an eagle, an American flag, and then Forrest Gump. Oh, that was man. just really oh, hilarious. Lord. Oh Lord! What about the Amazing Spider-Man? Do you think that's going to be any good? Because I um, don't really well, have any high hopes for it. Well, to, um, um, in my experience, I feel like it's going to be a good movie. Um, it looks so far the action scenes look great, but um, I think it's they changed too much from um the original plotline since um they added a new like. A new st- half of the story is new. While I also like it since they kept um, Gwen Stacy, which they didn't do for the, uh, the other Spider-Man movies they had previously. Okay. Well, okay, um, I, I think so. I think they're gonna go ahead and stick more to the to the actual comic series uh, that you pointed out that uh, Gwen Stacy, which was uh, uh, Peter Parker's original lover in the first comic books. Uh, so what I, I have a feeling that they're going to stick more to yeah really and uh, I have a feeling that they're going to stick more to the comic books and just twist it a little bit. Um, it says yeah, yeah, that right. Uh, more, right. It said uh, uh, they claim that it's going to be an untold story, which uh, kind of appeals me oh, to the so. movie and at the same time yeah and at the same time repels me because I mean if you change a movie too much such as uh, X Men First Class it's not going to be. Uh, the best it's movie you'll watch, but uh, <laughs> but if they it's, it's okay. But if they change it uh, to the point where you're just like you watch the movie and you're like, wow. I mean, yeah, it's a, it would be a good movie to watch. But um, Spider Man, what uh, 
what I'm expecting to give it is probably around a four out of five or a three point five. Okay. That's how what I about feel. the new penguins of Madagascar? I mean the penguins. I mean the Madagascar. Because really, I just like the penguins. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, really, like yeah, that, I, and King yeah, that's 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 same here. That's same here. Uh, really, I when I watch those movies, I don't pay attention to the plot. Plot, rather, I pay attention to the subordinate characters, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people do, mainly because uh, of the of the comedic uh, the comedic uh, how would I say? Uh, yeah, that that sense that they put into the movie. Oh man. And I, I got one that's going to kill you two guys. You ready? Yeah. You ready for this one? This is going to hit you in the chest. You might as well scrap to your seat for this one. You ready? Yeah. They brought back the Titanic in 3D. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't feel like, when I heard that, I just didn't like feel like it deserved to be in 3D. Well, Wait, what was that? Titanic in 3D. Oh, goodness. No, no. I, I, I mean, the, the only part my perverted friends would probably like to watch would be the part where uh, where uh, the dude would be drawing her naked. He'd be like, oh, my God, yeah. 3D. Yeah, but uh, other than that, that movie does not deserve to be in 3D. Honest, honestly, it deserves to be thrown in the trash and burned. Uh, no, no. 3D for that movie? Hell no. Yeah, that's that's what I, um, that's what I'm saying. That lots of movies are being brought back in 3D, which some of them just don't belong. And Here goes also, another killer one. Sex in the City 3D. What? Oh, goodness, I haven't even heard of that. I haven't even heard of that, and already I'm thinking that that's gonna be a crappy movie. Goodness gracious, the crap that they come up with these days. Listen, box office, I, I don't think it's going to sell much. Box office is going to go down. Honestly, they're wasting their money doing Sex in the City for 3D. You know, like, no, in my opinion, like, um, 3D is great. Uh, in my opinion, 3D is great, but, like, I feel like they're, like, overdoing it now with, like, they're adding, they're, um, re, um, they're, like, bringing back movies to, um, convert them to 3D, and recently a movie that was coming out next month was, um, G.I. Joe, which, um, was supposed, like, it's, uh, like, Four weeks away, yeah, about four weeks away, and it was postponed till next year because they decided that they wanted to make convert it to 3D, and I just I didn't like that idea. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much All they're right. gonna postpone it to add scenes that uh, appeal more to the 3D audience. Now there, uh, now that this whole 3D thing has become popular. Uh, all the movies that are coming out are pretty much except, uh, going uh, going all the way with it, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, take Men in Black 3, for example. Honestly, I don't think it deserved the 3D. Uh, there were a nah. few scenes where you were like, wow, okay, cool, that's a, that's a nice 3D scene. But in in all, in uh, in general, it did. It, I don't think it really deserved the 3D. It was Nothing a good really movie on its own. I mean, is it just me or when I was a kid, when it was 3D, something jumps out the screen? You know what I'm saying? Something really, you know what I'm saying, made you flinch or, or, or jump back or something because they were actually, you know, interacting with yeah, the Yeah, they screen. actually now threw like, it in your face. They actually put the, yeah, the action in just, your face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now he's in 3D walking, you know. Oh, oh, that's so, you know, amazing. Oh, oh, my God. You know, he's walking down the street. Please, uh, could y'all skip this and get to the action? But I have a <laughs> yeah. question for y'all. Are y'all gamers? Um, Gamers? Oh, yes. Sort of. Definitely. What, what, what did you think about them pushing Tech and Tag back to next year again? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have much of an opinion on that, mainly because I don't play Tekken games too much. But uh, uh, from what I can, if I were to come up with something based on what I have played from Tekken, uh, it kind of sucks because it is a really good fighting game, and it, it is one of those games where, in the back of my head, I'm like, it'd be cool if it come out. 
but it, I wouldn't pay too much attention to it. You get me? Okay, okay. What about the new Mortal Kombat? How did you like what Warner Brothers did to that one? It, uh, excuse me? Mortal what Kombat. Like what Warner Brothers did with Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh no. That, that was just <laughs> disappointing for me. What? I, I, it, uh, yeah, honestly, it's it, it didn't have that uh, that ne- uh, fighting necessarily. Oh yeah, uh, I will agree that that there were a few uh, additions to it that were pretty cool, pretty stunning. But in all, they added that taste that wasn't just Mortal Kombat. Well, that's what I liked about it. They like they expanded not just sticking to Mortal Kombat, but they like expanded their universe and added other stuff to it. Okay. I mean, I, I to me, a... to me, it, it was a it was a game masterpiece because now you can interact with almost every level. I didn't know that dude can get hit by three cars and a bus. Oh, okay, okay, you know? yeah. On that concept, yeah, actually, yeah. Now that I remember, that that was actually pretty cool. The interaction with uh with the background items and things like that that was honestly pretty cool. I liked it, but uh, other than that, it didn't have that original Mortal Kombat feeling I, I was expecting. Not even X-ray vision, not even X-ray mode when you break a dude's bones and they show it. Uh, well, that that was okay, okay, but I th- I think that they just took it a little bit too far with that. Well, well oh, no, man. no, but I think it's like well, from from my personal experience and what I hear on a daily basis, on a daily basis I hear my friends just talking about that. Well, just them using X-ray mode and like all I hear <laughs> I'm talking about Mortal Kombat, so you know it's a good game. I haven't played it that much, but yes, from what I hear, I always hear people like. On a daily basis, I hear at least one person talk about how good the game is. So, yeah. So. Okay. Well, I have, I have a trick for you. What about Max Payne? What do y'all think about the new Max Payne? Oh, goodness. Oh. Max Payne 3. It's a game I've been expecting yeah. for a very, very long time. Yes, they announced it three years ago. And they showed, um, what was it, Game Informer. They showed it in Game Informer. It was going to come out in September of 2010, I think. Yes, yeah, they and, pushed uh, it back. And then they delayed it till this year, and I... I'm happy to I some gotten it, but um, I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, I, Were you Halo I, I fans? Halo what? fans? Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. And my last question for the night, I didn't mean to take up y'all's show. Like I said, I'm a nerd, too, you know what I'm saying? This is what oh, I like. Oh, that's okay. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about that. Uh, One more question. What it was, I can't think of it. Hold on for a second. One second. Sure. Uh. Well, now that he brought up the concept of games, uh, lots of games are coming out uh, are coming out lately that are pretty pretty cool, and some games that are coming out in the near future that I'm expecting uh, a lot. Grand Theft Auto Five would be one because uh, Grand Theft Auto Five coming out. Oh you yeah, have, haven't you haven't you seen the trailer? Uh uh-uh, uh, I haven't seen the trailer because you wow. know I'm too busy still wow, playing on the last one when I'm running well, doing rampages and killing people. <laughs> well, goodness gracious! Look, look. Uh, when you have the chance, when you have the opportunity to, uh, just search up the trailer online. You'll be amazed at at the improvements that they're making at Grand Theft Auto. Uh, now, uh, if for those of you who haven't heard of Grand Theft Auto Five, it's taking place again in Los Santos, which is pretty cool. And uh, if you do li- reside in Los Angeles, uh, which I do here, uh, they they do add a lot of the cityscape onto that game. To give you more of that Los Angeles feeling to it. Uh, there, uh, the characters move more realistically. The graphics are stunning. Uh, they actually have pets in the game, which is uh, something that caught my attention. Uh, now, uh, when it comes down to pets, I think about uh, 
animal rights groups thinking that, I don't know, the players might just abuse the, the game in order to uh, kill uh, animals. But uh, in all, oh my goodness, you will be amazed by the game. Uh, airplanes, uh, different weapons, the protagonists, it's just all amazing. The cars, the new uh, the new vehicles you can drive. Uh, it's more of a, a interacting with everything game. And well, well, I'm gonna step off of that for a second. And I'd like to thank our caller who um would I don't know what happened. Got dropped. I think he um ended the call. And for anybody else listening, if you wanna pitch in like your opinions and stuff, the number is three four seven three two six nine two seven six. It's a toll free number and Carlos, if you want to continue, you can. Uh, oh, uh, well, yeah, again, thank you to the caller for inputting, uh, uh, well, his input. Uh, we'd be expecting him soon. Actually, very, very nice caller. Uh, but now, in regards to Grand Theft Auto V, it's a really great game. If you haven't checked out the trailer already, do please do so. Uh, if you're going to uh, take a look at E3 this year, the e, uh, the, the, the gaming expo, uh, then I would suggest you uh, keeping an eye out for Grand Theft Auto V because the chances are that they will talk about it. Rockstar will, uh, I don't know, make some big boom about it. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch it. And E3 again is next week, for those of you who don't know. Uh, I'm thinking about getting a pass uh, just to review it here on the show. But uh, very unlikely, passes are hard to get for E3. But I'll try my best uh, so we can review it here. Okay, and let's see, what else should we talk about now, since I guess, um, let's see, oh, um, oh how, go ahead. how about, um, Family Guy, since we, um, we were talking about Family Guy earlier, how do you feel about, um, Seth MacFarlane, um, rebooting, um, the Flintstones? The Flintstones, oh goodness, uh, now, to begin with, the Flintstones, oh, I'm sorry, the Flintstones, ah, oh my goodness, the Flintstones, uh, itself is a really uh, awesome show. I'm really big fan of it. Uh, I, I, back then, I did watch lots of episodes of it. It was a nice show. It was one of those shows where you would just come home from work or school, and then you turn on your TV and be like, eh, okay, I'm a little chill. But uh, now, knowing that Seth MacFarlane is going to be behind uh, Flintstones, that's making me think that, oh my goodness, he's going to add that American Dad and Family Guy style behind it. Like, it's going to be a dysfunctional family with pretty unusual problems, and they unsol- they solve those problems in the most unusual ways. So I'm really looking forward to his uh, new Flintstones uh, series. Uh, I expect a lot from it. Uh, not as much as Family Guy, per se, but uh, about about the same, about the same, a little lower. But if he goes, if he ex- uh, pretty much exceeds my expectations... I will tip my hat to Seth MacFarlane for making such a great show. Yes, um, and for, in my opinion, I, I, I'm looking forward to the show, but like I feel like I want it to be um, not as much as what's called um, not just like um, Family Guy and all his other shows, which look like crazily dysfunctional. I, I want it to be like like a mediocre family, not too dysfunctional, but like still have like that com- that comedic fe- comedic feeling that um, you see in Seth MacFarlane's TV shows. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, like what you said right now, it's going to be a great show, amazing show. It's going to be one of those shows where pretty much you're going to have a beer in your hand and uh, look at the TV and pretty much uh, enjoy, enjoy the hell out of it. And uh, his first first episode 
I'm not expecting too, too much from his first season, but going into uh, a possible second or third season, I do expect uh, as much as Family Guy. And I'm just, like, just pitching out there. I hope Fox, um, well, since it's going to be, um, it's being um, produced by Fox, and what's called um, Fox um, recently put it on hold, temporary hold, and I just hope um, they they take it off of hold pretty soon. Because yeah, they resume their work. Uh, I'm hoping that they resume their work soon because I really want that to come out soon. Um, like again, like I keep saying, it's gonna be a great show. So I'm 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 just really expecting it so bad. What what other movies are you looking forward to? Let's go to movies movie talk right now. Uh, well, there really aren't many that are I'm expecting. Besides Amazing Spider-Man, which I'm not expecting too, too much. I'm expecting, but not, not as much as I did for Men in Black 3. Um, let's see, another movie, uh, Prometheus, like we mentioned before. I would be expecting that. Ted, definitely expecting Ted. Uh, besides that, not many movies. Wait, let me see. Oh, let's see what movie I'm... Oh, I'm expecting... Let's see. Oh, I'm really looking forward to um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And oh, they're making that movie? Yes, it's coming out in a, oh. uh, a month or two. And wow, the book is awesome, so I'm expecting a lot from the movie. Oh, I know this one. You you're gonna watch. You, you want to watch this one? It's um, that's my boy, which I have. Oh yes, I forgot about that one. Goodness I'm, gracious, I am definitely gonna expect that movie. Like I want to watch that movie just because like um, what like stuff that's been on like um on the news on recent times and like how um what's it called. It's gonna be like it has that edgy kind of feeling to it, where um, um, Adam Sandler's early um, Adam Sandler's early ca- um character when it's when he's younger, um, gets his teacher pregnant, and then he has to raise he has to raise a kid while he's like twelve years old, and and I find that hilarious, even though it's edgy and it's a bit wrong, but still. I know, and the fact that it's gonna be. Andy Samberg, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, if you don't know him, watch uh, Saturday Night Live and you know who I'm talking about. You'll know who I'm talking about. He is an awesome comedian. I'm expecting lots of funny work from that movie, mainly because of him. And Adam Sandler, who never fails me, makes really good movies, for the exception of probably one or two. But the rest, oh my goodness. Adam Sandler is just phenomenal. So is uh, Andy Samberg. And imagine putting them both together in one of the most um, funny comedic movies. Goodness, you you will have a movie that will break or explode box offices all over the nation on the first day. Uh, now that's one I'm definitely going to expect. Uh, my I'm expecting a lot from it, and my my rating, uh, what I expect to give it is a good, solid, perfect five out of five. Mainly because it's one of those movies where you're just like, oh my god, you watch the trailer, like we mentioned earlier with our guest, and you're just cracking up the entire trailer. Um, yes. And, well, it seems like, um, from from what I've seen in the trailer, it seems like a funny movie since, um, they're t- um they go through, um, um, it's, t- the most of the movie takes place when Andy Samberg's character is older, and... Um, they're like it's like a whole dysfunctional family in the sense that what's called um his mother's in prison prison and his, he's being raised by um a father that's only a couple of years like older older than him yeah only te- how many did you say twelve yes he's tw- they yeah have, only twelve uh, years older than him 
So wow, that's gonna be a crazy movie. Yes, it will. And let's see what other movies are coming out soon. Let's see, The Amazing Spider. Let's see, The Expandables too. Oh, I'm looking forward to that because um, they expanded their characters. Like in the first movie, like you're amazed by how many like great characters they were able to get in there. And now they they've added even more. They added Arnold Schwarzenegger, John and John Claude Van Damme, which are two of my favorite um uh, actors. And um let's see who else. Chuck Norris. So what do you think about that? Oh my god. Uh I'm sorry I didn't hear you in that last part. My microphone kind of screwed up. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. Um the fact that um they expanded more um they added more characters to the movie like more famous like people like that it um Arnold Schwarzenegger, John Claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris. Oh, to that one rock movie. The Expandables. The, oh no, 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 no. I, was, I had another movie in mind. It was it's some it's wrapped around rock, but anyways, The Expendables like you just said with that um that extra addition of uh of um actors, I believe that that's going to just be an awesome movie. Uh, but then again, keep in mind that there they there may be a great possible or big possibility to uh for the producers to make Expendables two rated PG thirteen and not rated R. Uh, now that's gonna pretty much disappoint a lot of audiences everywhere. That's definitely gonna disappoint me because they're probably not gonna have that uh that violent uh that violent environment that you saw in the first Expendables. But uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, but the chances of them making it again, like I said, are pretty high. So keep a lot, keep an eye out. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Well, the thing about um the fat um the well from based on the trailer um there's gonna be lots of violence. But I feel like I hope it's not, um they take out that unnecessary violence they had at in the first movie where like maybe like two minutes in um there or maybe less than that um they're like this. Um, like this mission in which um they shoot this one guy and like you just see his head blow off like into like millions of pieces. Yeah, that really had nothing to do with the plot. That was just random. Um, now if they take off those random scenes, um, they would have a lot of room to make um, well to expand a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. But it's still something instead of having unnecessary things that would just bore you. It didn't necessarily bore you, but. It didn't necessarily entertain you. Exactly. And, uh, let's see. What other movies are coming out? Or, right now, right now we're, <clears throat> we're like, we didn't have much planned for this show. Um, so the next one is Skyfall, since this is our first, um, first live show. And Skyfall is the next thing. What, how do you feel about that? Um, well... Haven't really watched any trailers, but I have heard people talking about it. And what I can, uh, what I can say based off of what they, what friends and uh, just random people have said about it, uh, I think it's gonna be a good movie. Not the best movie, but a good movie. One of those movies where you could just, you know, leave your house, watch a movie, come back, and you'll be like, oh, hey, watch a really good movie. You should go watch too. But not one of those where you're just like, oh, I gotta go watch it. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um. And I watched the trailer. Um. And the only thing I'm disappointed from the trick, though I'm com- almost completely disappointed with the trailer, is um, is the fact that you watch the trailer and all you see is like some some woman uh like training with guns and stuff, and it's like just her like saying her experience training with guns, then like maybe like when there's like fifteen seconds left, she 
she's saying, oh, um, I'm so excited to be a Bond girl. And then, like, when there's, like, three seconds um, left, they're like, oh, go watch Skyfall. And I was, like, I was completely disappointed with the fact that that's all they showed us. They didn't even, like, have oh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, and that reminds me of the trailer of the new 007, I'm sorry, of the new 007 movie that's going to come out next year, or in two years. They haven't really chosen um, an actual release date. They're not solid with that. But um, with the new 007 trailer, uh, it's just a chick saying something about her being the next 007, which, for one, first of all, a chick being 007... That really isn't uh, what I'm expecting. If there's a chick in the new 007 movie, it's it's kind of like, uh, I'm not going to go watch it. Not because I'm sexist or anything, but because, I mean, you need, a, you need a man to really take on the challenges that 007 faces. I mean, imagine a woman. Sure, it'd be a little bit interesting seeing how, how it would work the other way around. But, I mean, you wouldn't really, it wouldn't really appeal to the action-y audience. You get me? No. Uh, you you would still expect Daniel Craig to you know continue uh, 007 legacy his 007 legacy and whatnot, but uh, no. Again, the trailer for that is disappointing. But from from the past 007 movies, it's gonna be a great trailer. I think. Have you huh? seen the trailer? The trailer for the 007. Yes, it is. It's uh, fault. Yes, I have seen it. Huh? You know she mentions she's the new Bond girl, not she's James Bond. Okay, but Bond girl, whatever. I, I think that she's going to have a major role in that movie will, or something will, like that. She'll most likely be helping out James Bond. Okay, but uh, being that way that they actually put her in the trailer makes makes us think that she's going to be really important and uh, taking a 007 role and uh, on a chick, again, not something I'd expect. She uh, like all the other previous movies. Um, I, I the only thing I the only thing I think is that she's gonna be maybe another agent that's gonna be helping out um James Bond in the sense that um like you see let's see um what was the first one uh not the first one but um this is like more of a trilogy um so far with Daniel Craig you got Casino Royale in which um they had a Bond girl in which her whole purpose was um to be like um James Bond's motivation. In the sense that um, that she um, he fell in love with her, she eventually died by the end of the movie, and yeah, and it kind of creates like a basis to the second 007. Oh yeah, um, Quantum of Solace. Yeah, how he's trying to get revenge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I agree with you there. Um. But uh, what was I gonna say? Goodness, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but I, but being in a trailer for a 007 movie, a chick being in a trailer, that makes me think that she's going to have a major role, not more like a subtle role as the 007 uh, ladies had in the past 007 movies. Uh, so that's going to kind of con- make uh, right, raise concerns, not only for me, but for a lot of other 007 fans out there. Uh, but um, it would be something, you know, it would be something interesting to watch, but not, not something I'd expect too, too much. Yes, and... Well, since I guess right now, um, since we're running out of time, this, these are going to be our closing remarks. And, well... Thank uh, you. <laughs> um, well, our, let's see, what I was saying. Oh, um, we're on, we're, we still haven't decided, like, on a permanent date or anything on, like, we're going to say, like, we're going to do it every Friday or anything. 
So, um, just if you if you want, you could like um, follow us on I don't know Facebook, Twitter, and there's a link on our on the on our profile to um, to our pages, and yeah, and you can also find us um, our podcast on iTunes, which are, um, which is under Rando spelled R A N D O Convo C O N V O all one word, and yeah, I'm Marco Perla and. I'm Carlos Rojas for Rando Convo. Thank you for tuning in and listening to us, and also thank you to our caller. Uh, we'd be talking about uh, more random things next time, not just movies. So keep again, keep in mind again that this is just a random uh, podcast where we talk about random things. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you guys next time for those of you on our live feed.